Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of Volley. I'm Carolyn April, and as always, I'm looking for my good friend, Seth Robinson. Seth? Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm uh, just getting through the end of the summer here. Quinn starts school tomorrow, so he's not happy about that, Um, but he's trying to soak up his last day, I guess, doing whatever he does. He just goes out the door and that's it. You don't know what he's oh, doing. Oh no, he stays in. He stays in his room all day and sometimes comes out and, and eats and sometimes gets on the computer and plays games. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is it for him. So back to school. Yeah, Grace will be going back, not for a couple more weeks. Um, they, we start later out here, but yeah, summer is ending. It's been raining here for like a week straight, so uh, it's almost like summer has ended. I feel like the sun's gone away. But we have a fun volley today, and I'm looking forward to it. We have two people that we kind of know as guests, our daughters. We each have two daughters, so um, our two oldest daughters are on today, and we decided to have them on as a sort of a back-to-school technology special that we're going to do today. Both of them are leaving for college. Your daughter, Kate, is going off to her first year of school at San Diego State, and you guys leave next week, correct? That's right, yep. And Olivia is returning to the University of Vermont. For her third year in another week. Next week? Is that when we go? Yep, next next week. Or, yeah, the 23rd. Yep, so they're off. So we figured we'd we'd corral them for a volley before they're gone. Right, Seth? Yeah, definitely. We talk about them all the time. And we talk about uh, how new generations are using technology all the time. And so we thought we'd combine those two and uh, try to hear it direct from the source. Yep, sounds good. So welcome, guys. Say hi. Hello. Hi. All right, where do you want to start? Well, let's start with the question that we usually use with um, our surveys, which is, you know, how important is technology? But I, I almost feel like that how important is technology is a bit misleading because we always get it back and everyone says, well, technology is really important because I'm using it all the time. I feel like maybe there's a part of it that's like, how meaningful is it to you? Because even if there's something that you might use all the time, but it might not mean a whole lot like you know a car or or whatever so when we say how important is technology you know there, there's a piece of it that's like but what does it really mean to you yeah i think that's a good one because technology is a necessity but how meaningful is that necessity to you Liv, what do you think i mean is technology just a tool for you or is it something that has more meaning um i think that there's a, like a lot of technology that's just a tool there's a thing there's an app I use at school that just helps me figure out when the bus is going to come to pick us up so if I'm in my dorm and I have tells me okay the next bus is in 11 minutes like that is super important to me but not meaningful it's just something I use every day um but then like social media that I guess I don't want I don't know if it's it has like deep meaning to me, but it's something that everybody talks about. If I see a post and I'll text my friend and be like, Oh, look at this, like this thing I saw or this vid- funny video. That's just a part of daily conversation in life. And I think that that's meaningful because it adds something. I spend hours watching YouTube videos that are just funny and they make me laugh. So it's an like, entertainment. Yep. How about you, Kate? Yeah, I'd say that I use a lot of technology, you know, just as a tool, but I do really like, for me, the meaningful part comes in how it can connect people, especially because I'm going, you know, halfway across the country for college and my friends are staying relatively close to Illinois. 
it's nice that we'll still be able to maintain contact and I won't lose those friendships, which, I mean, you can always, like, send letters, but it's just so much more convenient, and that's where I find more meaning, but I do use technology a lot for, like, random stuff, and it makes my life better, obviously. And even in the meaning, neither one of you are loving technology so much that you're thinking, this is what I want to do when I grow up. Like, I want to build these tools. I want to be part of building new apps or new devices or anything like that. Well, yeah. Liv, you sort of think, you know, you're, you're kind of on the math side of things and you've thought, at least talked a little bit about analytics as something that you might be interested in. That doesn't mean you're going to be building a device or a social media app, but it's still... Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a lot of experience with that type of coding and stuff like that, but I'm going to be taking a class that's an intro to it. So if for some reason I find that I like that class and I find sort of a passion in that, then maybe. But where I'm at now, I don't really have any sort of love for how technology works. And yeah, I've never found a deep passion for like developing technology you know it's I mean it's always been a part of my life pretty much I've always lived with a computer or recently a phone but I've never had an interest in making them really I guess which is hurtful to your engineering parents but I'm still going into engineering Eh, fair enough (laughs) so let's maybe uh, back up a little bit and do what you're actually using Um, so maybe to start at like the device level a a while back when we were doing research here and smartphones and tablets were starting to come out we and a lot of people were thinking oh everyone's going to have you know multiple devices probably a smartphone a tablet and like a laptop or a computer somehow and I think that's changed a little bit um and and for you and your friends I would say that's definitely not the case right like what what are your devices that you're using so I use my phone on a daily basis for all sorts of stuff, you know, I use social media, I check my email, I use all my random apps like my nutrition app, my music app, all that stuff. Um, And then I have a laptop that I use for, you know, school or research or whatever I need. And I don't have a tablet or a smartwatch or anything, I just have not felt the need for those. I. I feel like my phone works for both of those and my laptop also. Like, I don't feel like there are any gaps that a tablet or a smartwatch would really fill in for me. Liv, you're sort of in the same. I'm in the same boat, yeah. I I just have my laptop, which I use for school, for watching TV, all that. Um, And then I have my phone, which is communication and playing apps again, just random stuff. And also... um, Biggest thing for me is music. I just like to have some uh, like technology that I can listen to music on. And if anything, that pretty much is fulfilled with the computer and the phone. Yeah, you've never had a tablet. Yeah, no, I've never had a tablet. It's too big. I don't need that. Yeah, it's true. I think that they're sort of fading in popularity. Wouldn't you say so, Seth? I mean, I don't see it at our, the conferences that we go to now. I don't see people with tablets as much as we used to in the past. I see some people with like the Surface, the Microsoft Surface, yeah. you know, that kind of does dual duty. Um, and I would say tablets are finding some like specific use cases, but they're not becoming this general thing. They're, they're certainly not replacing laptops. You know, again, when, when we were school shopping for Kate to leave, she wasn't saying, I want a tablet. She said, I want, you know, a full laptop to get stuff done on and kind of be 
I don't know, still kind of a home base, right, for some things? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't see myself anytime in the near future having, like, a desktop because, I mean, the laptop, I have everything on the cloud or on the hard drive of the laptop, some stuff, but, like, that pretty much does it for me. I don't need anything else. You know, Olivia's had adventures in laptops over the last year with getting it repaired, spilled on. Water spilled on, yeah. (laughs) I have nightmares about the Apple store. (laughs) So is that what you have to do at school? Like they don't have anything at school or is it like an Apple store at school or what exactly is the, the path for getting that stuff fixed for you? There's a tech office, so you can send your computer in. It's not through Apple or anything. It's just um, a bunch of students. I think it might be like the computer computer science club, something like that. It's a bunch of students that know how to work with laptops, and then if, if there's an issue that they can't fix, they will send it out for you. Mm. But you've spent quite a bit of time at the Apple store. Oh, I am. Yeah, the Apple store and I are close enemies. <laughs> So what about apps? We talked about devices. Like, what are the uh, the apps that you guys most often use, either on your phone or on your laptops? I, I mean, I know, Liv, that you're a big Netflix and Hulu user, but what about, like, some of the social apps that you use? Um, I use... With me, but I don't see you post very much, and I didn't think, I didn't think kids really do much Facebook, right? I go on Facebook a lot to watch videos, like, funny videos. So if you, like, I click on a like, I don't know, a funny dog video or something, then Facebook does this string where then you can just keep scrolling and have more videos like that. So you get into a video hole, me and my friends call it. And that is what I use Facebook for. But for the most part, I'm on Instagram and Snapchat, I'd say. So that's just a way to communicate, see what my friends are up to. A lot of people use Twitter. I don't have a Twitter, but Twitter is a big news. You get a lot of news from Twitter and I, my friends talk about it, but I personally don't use it. You're, you're like your mother. I don't use Twitter either. So I have a Facebook, but I really never use it. Like sometimes people make groups in it for events, and so they'll like put me in the group, and it's whatever. I never go on it, though. I use Instagram. I use Snapchat because that's what most people use. I'm not in love with Snapchat, but like people don't text as much usually, so I use Snapchat. And then I have a Twitter. I like it. I don't use it for news. I have the Countable app for news, but I like Twitter and I think it's funny, so that's what I use for like social media and news, I guess. Yeah, and Facebook too a lot and you reminded me with the groups. Facebook is used a lot for school stuff. Like I have my the UVM page we have where people will post questions about classes, like do I need this book for microeconomics, blah blah blah. And people will respond or um they'll someone will post, "Hey, I'm subletting my apartment for that's actually mom where I got my subletters for the apartment this summer." Oh, was, really? Was through Facebook. I posted a like posted a uh hey, I need someone to live in my apartment for a few months while I'm not there. It's this price. And then I got people to message me through Facebook. So okay, that's I guess cool. I do use that. Do you still use email like to to keep records or like things that you need to keep for a while? If it's like a document that would get sent to you or whatever, or do you even have much of that anymore? Yeah, I mean, I get a lot of college emails and so I check my email on a regular basis. I'd say um, like San Diego State is where I get most of my emails from, but like I'll keep them. I have a folder for my college stuff and I have a folder for other stuff like 
if I sign up for a random website or whatever and if they send me emails or I get like I think I get some coupons on my email so that's mostly what I use it for but I don't like talk to anyone I don't usually have like conversations on email it's the same with me I use um I have my school email that the school gives you and that is for a lot of like job stuff um school stuff but then I use my gmail for basically everything else that no communicating with friends really but I google drive I do all my work on there everything gets saved on there I share documents with my friends if we're working on a project together I want them to edit something so I use Gmail a lot for that stuff and then my school email for communicating with um, more like more professionally, I guess. Yeah, because I, I would say one of the threads that gets talked about a lot is like, is email going to go away? Or like if if people aren't on Facebook, is Facebook going to go away? But the way that you're both describing it is nothing's really going away. Everything has its own purpose mm-hmm. and you might choose to use it or not. And you might choose that something doesn't get a lot of attention, but everything's still kind of there. There's a lot of tools that you've got in the toolbox, and a lot of them maybe you kind of keep around because they're a necessary evil, but um, you've still got a lot of things and nothing's really going away. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't see email going away. I don't know what would replace it. Like, I'm not going to get social media messages for everything. And then, like, maybe... I don't know. A lot of people use Facebook a lot, but I don't use it a lot. So that's probably the first one I could see, like, dying out or moving on, if any. I don't know. Maybe among the younger generation. I think Snapchat's in trouble, too, though, as a company. So I wonder if that's because fewer people are using it. Well, Instagram is starting to be started doing a lot of the things that Snapchat's doing. So I think what like a lot of the big social media apps are trying to do is sort of incorporate uh, things from other popular apps like snapchat so then there could be one place where everything is but i don't know that's just sort of a thought but that's sort of scary though isn't it to have one monopoly on everything yes we'll see we'll see so uh, what's the what's new either of you tried any kind of new app out there that no one really talks about yet or um, and you're not really using fully yet but you've you've sampled it I'm looking through my phone right now, and one social media app that we don't really talk about is Visco. I don't know, Kate, do you know about Visco? Oh, yeah, I don't have a Visco, but I, yeah. you know, I see it all the time. Yeah, so Visco is something that's sort of obscure, but it's a place that a lot of mostly, like, girls post pictures. It's kind of, I don't know, you could, a lot of people post, like, racy pictures. It's more like, it's more of an inside world to a teenager's life, I guess less obvious than Instagram. I know a lot of girls use that. And, oh, Venmo. Oh, yeah, talk about Venmo, because that's kind of a phenomenon. Oh, yeah, Venmo's a big one. Uh, I use it with my friends all the time. If we go out to lunch, and and just to start off, Venmo's just a paying app. Like, you can pay uh, your friends this amount of money, and they can transfer it into their bank account. But we use it all the time. If I go out to lunch and I forgot my wallet, my friend will pay for my lunch, and then I'll just Venmo her the money. And we, I use it all the time at school. Yeah, that's big on college campuses. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have Venmo yet because I just haven't gotten it. But my roommate was saying, you know, like, everyone uses it. So I'm like, okay, I'll get it eventually. But um, one app that I use is Evernote. That's just, it's just a notes app. But I like it because it also, I also have it on my computer. And so I'll just use that for, I don't know, just anything. It's like the notes app 
you know, that comes on iPhone, but you can do a lot more with it. And like I said, I could put it on my computer even when I didn't have a Mac. So I like it. I use the notes a lot too. No, I don't use Evernote, but I use the notes for like reminders. Yeah, you make me put things in notes because I can never remember anything. Well, you have to write down your passwords to things. <laughs> I'm trying to help. Trying to help me. So do any do either of you guys have friends who don't use a lot of technology? No. Oh, uh, actually, not really. maybe. Well, who would that be? You don't have to out them, but what does what their usage look like or non-usage? Um, okay, well, I don't really know if it's non-usage, but I have one friend who is very, like, against people being addicted to social media and stuff, and so they don't have social media. They use their phone for practical things, but not anything related to like, Instagram, Snapchat, all that jazz. Is that, I, harm, is that hurt them socially, or are they just as happy as anybody else? I don't think it harms them socially. I think that there's stuff that they're not in the loop about, and people may also think, oh, that's kind of weird, but I, as a general ob- observation, I don't think it impacts their life dramatically. Because they still text, they still uh-huh. have friends, they still use computers and other technology that's around them. It's just strictly the social media that they cut out. Yeah, I'd say most of my friends use at least some social media, whether they have Instagram or Twitter or, I mean, like, most of my friends are on Snapchat. I know people that don't really have social media, but, I mean, we're not that close, so I can't really speak to how that impacts their lives one way or the other. But I'd say most of my friends are pretty connected. How do you both feel about that notion of being addicted to social media or addicted to technology? Kate and I have talked on and off over the past couple of years about how these things are viewed. And I think there's a definite generational difference in, in feeling like, well, all of this time is getting spent on it and maybe that's a bad thing. And I feel like Kate has a bit more of a division of, you know, here's the time that I'm spending on technology, but here's the time that I'm not spending on technology and it's a part of my life, but it's not taking over. Um, is that pretty yeah. accurate? I mean, so like if I go on Instagram, I'll just scroll through what my friends have posted and then like, that's it. I don't usually go on, they have this explore page, you know, that's just random posts that they think you might like. And I try to not go on that very much. Cause I mean, first of all, you can get really sucked down into that. And second of all, that's just not what I'm using it for. And, you know, same thing with Twitter. I'll go on for a little bit, and then once I'm done, I just leave, and then I'll go do something else. It's not like I'm just sitting on my phone all day. So, I mean, I think, you know, people definitely do get addicted to Instagram. Like, people have been like, how do you just sit down and read a book? Like, I get so distracted. I just go on Instagram or whatever. But I've never had a problem with that. I've never been as in love with social media as some people are, I think. So... That's how I use it. I think that I've never really been addicted to social media. I use it a lot. I'd say as a I, as a crutch sometimes. If I'm in like an awkward social situation, I pull out my phone and that gives me something to do. And it's not if I don't ha- know what to say to somebody or something. It it's always there as something I can pull out and look busy with. But as far as always wanting to be on social media or always wanting to be on my phone. I don't think that it has impacted my life that much. I, when I'm with my friends, we use our phones a little bit, but for the most part, we talk with each other and we do things um, 
face to face. Um, I do see a generational difference, even though it's really not that big between me and my little sister, Grace. Grace is on her phone 24 seven, always on social media, always doing stuff on her computer. And I think even, I think I sort of am right in the middle between that type of life with social media versus me being older. Sometimes I say things and Grace is like, you're old. And I'm like, I'm only four years older than you. But <laughs> do you know what I mean, mom, though? I think it is a little different between me and Grace. Yes. You've thrown her under the bus a little bit, but we'll just... <laughs> We won't we won't tell her. No, I think you're right. I think that I, you're, it's funny you say that, Liv, because it is only a four year difference. But I do see different um, different use of technology between the two of you. Not yeah. extremely, but she's definitely more tethered to it than you are. And I don't know if that's an individual thing, or if it's an uh, it's more of an age demographic thing, and that's across mm-hmm. the board. But, yeah, and I don't know if it's like a a thing that they might grow out of because I think we see the same thing with Kate's younger siblings Mm -hmm. um, a little bit more plugged into it and you know again I don't know if you know as they get older they will find that they need to do a little bit less of it you know to try to be more well-rounded or if they will stay heads down in it yeah because I feel like I went through a phase where I would like watch YouTube a lot or whatever and I was just like on my computer doing random stuff and I don't watch YouTube like at all anymore so I definitely grew out of that but I mean I feel like there are phases of like being obsessed with I don't even know what they do watching videos or whatever I feel like those phases have been a little longer but that also might just be like how they are. Well, all right. So let me ask you guys this. What would a day look like for you with zero technology? Would that be a, a nightmarish day? When I say zero, I mean zero. You're not texting. You're, you're not on your phone. You don't have your phone. I mean, is that you, know, you have the shakes on a day like that? Like you're stressed out? Or do you think that that might be actually kind of nice and serene? Hmm. It's hard to imagine because it hasn't happened. <laughs> but um, I speaking to when I had issues with my laptop, even just missing that one item of technology, there kind of felt like there was a bit of a hole. (laughs) I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's not, not like tragic or it's not like I can't get through the day, but there's something missing and I'll find myself like my brain will be like, Oh, I want to do this on my laptop, but then, Oh wait, it's not there. Uh, and it's kind of like, okay, what do I do now? But at the same time, it's not impossible to get through the day. It might even make a day better if you're more present. But it's hard for me to even visualize that kind of, I don't even know. You know, yep. I feel like I could get through the day fine without, like, texting people or Snapchatting them or whatever. You know, I, I'm not, there are some days when I barely Snapchat people at all because I just, like, I'm not feeling it, you know. But I feel like I would miss having my phone for, like, music. Like, I use it when I drive or sometimes, like, around the house. Like, I pretty much exclusively play music off my phone. I don't listen to the radio or whatever. Or, like, sometimes if I want to look up something random, you know, I'll just use my phone. Because sometimes I don't like, you know, just looking up stuff on my phone because it's small. Like, the screen is so small. But, like, sometimes I'll use it for that. So I feel like I would miss it most in that regard. I agree with that too. And music for me is big because when I walk to and from classes, I always have my headphones in. I never, if I'm walking to class without music, I I hate it. I don't like it. 
It is kind but, of cold. <laughs> Take yeah. Off the cold, right? You yeah. Are- problem kate so no. yeah, yeah i can't relate <laughs> you two could not be going to colleges further apart in the continental u.s i don't think burlington That's vermont and san diego california <laughs> yeah, yeah you will never experience walking to class in a blizzard and trying to avoid ice <laughs> <laughs> definitely not it's almost exactly the reason she chose to go there i think but <laughs> yeah that was that was a big part so do you guys ever worry about like privacy issues, you know, having too much of yourself out there online that could be exploited, things like that, that you see those stories in the news all the time. And I just wonder about your generation and whether that even is something you even think about. I mean, a lot of people my age have their Instagrams on private and some people have their Twitters on private, but like having your Instagram on private is like super common. And so people can't look at your pictures that you have there unless you approve them. And I mean, personally, I never put any of my information online unless it says like it's a secure connection. You know, I try to be careful about that. So I don't know. I mean, it's definitely a concern, but it's like, you know, technology is here. I want to use it and you just have to be careful about it, I guess. I think the weirdest, creepiest thing when it comes to that is Snapchat. You can There's a snap map where you can see where all your friends are at all times, their exact location. And that is creepy to me because sometimes uh, you'll get a request from some random Snapchat user. And if you accept it, then they can see where you are. And if you don't know who they are, that's a little unsettling. But there are also settings that can make that private as well. So I don't know. I don't really think too much about the security. It's a part of life I've never had anybody close to me or experienced myself any sort of issue. But it does happen. You do hear about it. So... Oh, yeah. I've had my location off on Snap Maps for yeah. as long as they've had it because I think that is so creepy. And, like, it's so accurate. Like, you can zoom yeah. in and see, like, what house people are in, and I'm not about that. Yeah, it's really creepy. But a lot of people have their location on there. A lot of people do. Yeah, it's crazy. Do you feel that either of you are, you know, would start to think about the company that's providing that? And if you start to feel like you don't like it, that not just you would turn your location off, but you would stop using Snapchat. Like if you felt like they weren't handling your information right or they were trying to uh, do things that were you know, too creepy that you would actually kind of shut off the whole company or are you not really aware of things at the company level as much? I would say I, I mean, I've considered not using Snapchat just because it's annoying to me in general, but I don't know if, I mean, a company would have to do something pretty like, severe for me to just like stop using it completely like I feel like a lot of the things like if I can manage my settings and like on my level then I feel pretty good about it you know like I know a lot of apps are using my location but I never really like view it as a problem agreed I don't really think too much on the company level and I, I basically just agree completely with what you just said. Mm-hmm. Nothing more to add. You've got all your settings correct, Liv, right? Yes, yes. Um, some there. I know I mentioned Visco before, and that I Visco for some reason doesn't allow you to block people, and that has always kind of annoyed me because on other uh, social media apps, you have the option if somebody's 
treating you wrong or you are have some sort of history with them, you can block them and they cannot see anything. They cannot contact you. But that Visco doesn't allow that. And that's always kind of unsettled me, but I still use it. That's weird because that seems like a basic feature. Yeah, it is. And I've like I've Googled how do you block somebody on, on this app and nothing ever comes up. You can't. Interesting. Well, Seth, you got anything else? These kids have been great. Yeah, young. no, they've uh, they've given up a half hour of their you know last few days of the summer here. So I think we could probably let them go. I think it's been a great conversation. Uh, I don't know if the two of you are necessarily representative of your entire generation, but I like to think you are. Uh, it's it's been good hearing from you. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Liv. Enjoy the rest of the time in Maine. You're in, Liv is in Kenny Bunkport. She's not with me right now in New Hampshire, so she's up in Maine. And, yeah, I'm going to log off and then watch a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're going to log off, and I'll let Kate get out of the office, and then I guess I'll get back to work. Um, so thank you again for joining. Thanks, guys. Love You're you. You're welcome. Thanks Bye. for having us. Bye.